Welcome to the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast. I'm your host, Julie Boyer, and I'm so excited to bring you inspiring interviews with people who are sharing their passion for gratitude, self-love, and kindness. On today's episode of the podcast, I'm so excited to welcome Mickey Gallagher. Mickey has been committed to a daily gratitude practice for over three years. She decided that it was time to give this gratitude thing a try for 40 days, and it has become a lifestyle habit for her. The biggest message she has to share about her daily practice is that she chooses to look for things to be grateful for rather than complain about. In a time when there is so much fear in our media, Mickey shares her passion for gratitude and how it has literally changed her life for the better. Please join me for this wonderful interview with Mickey Gallagher. Hello everyone, it's Julie Boyer here of Wake Up With Gratitude and I'm really, really excited to have a very special guest today for another self-love interview and I want to introduce you to my friend Mickey Gallagher. Good morning, Mickey. Good morning, Julie. I'm so excited to have you on this video and podcast recording because Mickey is a friend of mine that we connected actually through our USANA businesses over five years ago. And Mickey and I work on different teams. We're not connected through the business as one would say, but we had this connection through gratitude and faith when we first met. And Mickey is someone that I've been wanting to interview for a while because she decided that not only was she going to take on a personal gratitude practice, but she's actually been sharing her gratitude practice through Facebook. And she reached an incredible milestone, which I really wanted to celebrate with her, which is she's been sharing it on Facebook and she reached over a thousand days straight (laughs) of sharing her gratitude. So this is a pretty exciting uh, milestone, but it also shows like the power of a gratitude practice. So Mickey, I'd love for you to share with us a little bit about how did you get to this, you know, place where you shared your gratitude now over a thousand times um, in a public place through Facebook? Uh, Okay, I would love to. Um, It's kind of a humbling story a little bit. Uh, So I'll I'll start kind of way back at the beginning Mm -hmm. where um, we were having some great financial difficulties. And uh, I'm talking rock bottom financial difficulties, which led me to um, Leanne Jacobs and her um, 30 Days to Wealth, I think, is where I started way back then. And I got a 30 minute phone call from her. And within that 30 minute phone call at the end of it she recommended that I connect with you and find you and I'm like well you're not the first person who has suggested for me to connect with Julie Boyer so that kind of sent me on my pathway to connecting with you um, which was around our USANA business at the time Um, so I went from financial struggles to Leanne Jacobs to being connected with you around USANA but at that same time you were starting this incredible gratitude 30 days to gratitude Um, and I think you were starting it as a webinar and just suggested that I join you and I'm like yeah I'd love to join it 
So uh, I did the session with you, and within that session, you had put out um, a challenge to do 30 days of gratitude, and I accepted that challenge. Um, and at that time, like when I look way back then, uh, it was not a good space. I was not in a good space. I was not living a joyful life. I was not in an abundant mindset. Um, I was very much in scarcity mode. But this one little challenge, one little skill that you wanted us to focus on every day for 30 days was just to be grateful for three things every day for 30 days. And I'm like, I can do that. I can look for three things every day to be grateful for. And so I, I accepted your challenge. And as every day, like there were days when I struggled for sure, but as every day um, went by, I found myself focusing more on what to be grateful for than what I should complain for. Uh, and by the end of that 30 days, I'm like, this is a great way to spend my day looking for things to be grateful for and post on Facebook. I'm going to just keep on doing it. And you and did. I did. And you did. And this is what's so great is like, I, nobody told you to keep going. Like you just said, I'm enjoying this. I'm going to keep going. And then it was like a year and you're like, yes. We celebrated the year and yes. then it's two and then it's a thousand. And what's so incredible, Mickey, is that, you know, life has not been all beautiful and wonderful and joyful at all times during this time, no. but that didn't matter. You chose to share your gratitude even when things weren't going well. So um, I remember, so one thing I remember is when you guys were uh, cut off by a flood. Yes. <laughs> So how on earth do you find gratitude when you have to take a boat to get to the main roads because you're cut off from a flood? Like you had to put your groceries in a boat. I mean, this is, I remember this very clearly. How do you find I, gratitude? We, we had to, we traveled by canoe. I had to take my laptop with me. I had to take, uh, like we had to get our son across to get on the school bus and back again. Um, yeah, we traveled through rain, we traveled through snow, <laughs> we traveled through sunshine. But, uh, you know, I was just, I was just grateful because my husband was there to transport us back and forth. I was grateful that we had a canoe. I was yeah. grateful that we had a vehicle on this side so we could drive back and forth from the waterfront to the house. And I was grateful that we had a vehicle on the other side so that we could all make it to, to town and back again. So yes, it was inconvenient and yes, it was frustrating. Um, and yes, uh, I felt a, um, like I, there were moments when I was just like, I'm done, I'm done. Like, yeah. Getting in the canoe to go to work, yeah. Dear Lord, please dry up the waters so I can have my convenience back, right? Mm -hmm. But um, I remember the last time uh, I videotaped my husband because he was walking the canoe 
through the water and I videotaped him and I called him my hero. And uh, that videotape ended up going, um, getting something like 5,000 views because it went out on the media and it was um, even on Toronto um, news channels and stuff like that. So it's like, oh, that's just taking a, that's just fun, right? Yeah. So. But it would be so easy in that situation to be frustrated and annoyed. And like, it's so easy to default to frustration and anger and get this water out of the way. Like I literally am climbing in a canoe to go to work and getting my son to school and all these things. But it's that perspective, the ability to look at things just from a different angle saying, well, I'm grateful we had a canoe because I'm sure there were other people that were in more dire straits that I mean, you weren't the only ones who were trapped over there with the flood. Yeah. So it's a, it's a really interesting perspective. And I think one thing, you know, that I want people to understand is just because someone is grateful every day does not mean that every day is great. Oh, no. <laughs> Very few days are actually great. But it's, the, it's, it's, that, um, it's that mindset. It's that choice. That, that active um, choice to make, to look for things to be grateful for. It's so easy to get um, caught into victim mode. It's so easy to get caught into um, negativity. It's so easy to get caught into... Um, yeah, all that's going wrong. Negativity. Yeah, all that's going wrong. Consciously be yeah. able to go, no, there's still stuff that I can look around and I can still be grateful for. I can be grateful that I have fresh water to drink today. I can be grateful that I woke up in a nice, warm, cozy bed today. I can be grateful that I have heat in my house. Yes. There's so much that we can be grateful for in the middle of chaos. Grateful for your beautiful new kitchen. I know you live renovation through all this. So it's, and that's the thing is like, people might be thinking, well, Mickey, I don't know how, like after a thousand days, how are you still finding something to be grateful for? But it is, there's just three things is maybe not, it's not actually that much. I mean, even we, you and I can have a moment of gratitude. The fact that we have uh, internet and this zoom software so that you and I can connect across the country, across time zones, but it's just like we're hanging out together in your kitchen. Yes. Right? That's just something we can be grateful for just in this moment right now. And grateful for the gift of presence. You know, I've been doing business for 14 years. When I first started, this was not an easy way to communicate. We had Skype, but you know, Skype in those days was not so good. And we couldn't really record and all these things. Like we take it for granted that you and I can just get on a zoom. Yes. Do a video, do an interview and, you know, stay connected. So easy way to find gratitude. Now we've done a lot of things together. You really, um, practice gratitude in so many ways. I know you've taken a lot of my courses, but one thing we did together was, uh, the 40 day prayer challenge, um, with Mark Batterson, the draw the circle. So I'm curious a little bit about you know, where do you find that your prayer and faith fits into your gratitude practice? It's interesting that you should say that because I did, 
start at the beginning with just the initial looking around and just being grateful for things in kind of a generic way. But as um, stemming from that 40 day uh, prayer exercise that we did, I found that in my prayers and in my time that I spend with God and even in my, my gratitude. So here's my gratitude book. It says, God has made all things beautiful, Ecclesiastes 3.11, and every page has a, has a Bible verse in it. Oh. And it, they're, all, they're beautiful. They're inspiring Bible verses. Um, and I find the more I'm grateful for God's beauty and grateful for God's provision, and the more I talk to him, about my gratitude, um, the more it seems to just open up doors <laughs> for his blessings to come um, more and more. Um, and then that just makes me even more grateful. And that's not saying that every day is rosy. It's not. Every day is not rosy at all. Um, but for instance, my husband's a snowplow driver. and. Um, his truck, the frame on his main truck broke a month ago. But thankfully and grateful I am that we were proactive in the fall and we bought a second truck for him. Oh. So that, that second truck was going to kind of be for when I need four-wheel drive to drive through the snow because we get a lot of snow in Huntsville. <laughs> Or it was going to be a backup truck for him if his if his uh, main truck broke down. So you would think that in all of this craziness, um, there would be no good to find. But I'm grateful that we had the second truck. Yeah. So he was able to still keep on doing what he's supposed to be doing for his business. Um, Yes, it was an inconvenience, but I'm grateful that uh, I feel it was God nudging us in the fall and uh, to, to be prepared, right? Um, so I just sit in, in the gratitude of, well, we had the second truck and we were, we were ready and we were prepared for it. And I love that you said like God nudging you, like listening to that intuitive nudge, you know, listening to the messages and saying, maybe we do need to be prepared, right? There's yeah. definitely something there. I mean, you were prepared for the flood, which, you know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely some biblical analysis we could do there, right? <laughs> Just part the waters, Lord. <laughs> exactly. So but it's I, things like that where the more, um, yeah, the more I stand in, in gratitude, even when it's a bad day, like a really bad day, and I'm thinking, what can I be grateful for? And if I can go to God's word and I can sit in prayer with him, um, by the end of that prayer time, he, he's always, um, his yoke is light, right? Mm -hmm. So he's always shifting me to um, that place of gratitude and that seeing him providing for me and I'm 55 in May he's provided for me for 55 years he's not going to stop this year um, and I'm just grateful for that 
It's so interesting how there is this beautiful um, thanksgiving and gratitude woven throughout biblical texts. Absolutely. Yeah. One of my favorite authors, um, Christian authors, is Anne Voskamp. Um, yes. Yes, her beautiful book, A 1,000 Things, which is an exercise in gratitude in the Eucharisteo, which actually means to give thanks. And she shares how so many places in the Bible you hear Jesus giving thanks first. Yes. And to, you know, to really recognize those who gave thanks, you know, the, the lepers that were healed and the one that came back to say yes. thank you. Right. Yes. yes. So there yes. is a lot of gratitude really woven into um, the Bible, into the different uh, all sections really of the Bible have different moments of reminding us of gratitude first, yes. and that's what we do. Right? Yes. Is we look for the gratitude first, even in the times that are really not easy. It's like where are we? Where can we find that little bit of gratitude? And it might just be going back to a text, um, you know, studying the Bible. I know you do, um, you did a, a home study Bible course as well? Yes. Ideally, yeah. Yep. Done that a few times. I've done quite a few. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of like your, your Bible studies and your gratitude journal, can you share with us a little bit about what kind of daily gratitude practices you have in your life, Mickey? I have three. Okay. So one is uh, as often as I can. I don't do it every day on Facebook anymore. Um, I did it on Facebook for the whole thousand days every day. And now when I do go on Facebook, I maybe do it once a week. But because I practice gratitude every day, I'm still adding the days on. So um I do do it on Facebook on a regular basis mm -hmm. and whatever has happened in that day is what I usually share in that day, but I do do it daily every day. Yeah. So this, this, um, I do my devotions. I do my gratitude post. I read my Bible. I have my prayer time and every day I write minimum, minimum three things that I'm grateful for. And one thing in the future mm -hmm. that I'm, Yay! The gratitude intention. Is I am a good study. <laughs> is that a morning ritual or an evening ritual for you? That's a morning ritual. Okay, so morning, morning ritual. ritual. And then the third thing is, I spend a whole day, all day, looking for things to be grateful for. Well, so it's a, a conscious thing. So what a great way to spend your day is. Some days I'm looking for miracles. Sometimes I'm just looking for things to be grateful for. Sometimes I'm just looking for God's beauty. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm spending my day looking for things to be grateful for instead of looking for things to complain about. And it's just a great space to live and exist in. That is probably the most profound thing you've said is that I'm spending my days looking for things to be grateful for, as opposed to looking for things to complain about. Yeah. I, that, you know, could be the way that, we choose to live our lives and could make a difference for everyone. Could you imagine if everyone around us yeah. spent their days looking for things to be grateful for and looking for miracles instead of complaining? It would change our world. <laughs> it would completely it would change, change our world. world. And you and I do a lot of 
gratitude practicing throughout our days. We each have ways that we do it and we still find it difficult sometimes. So what would you say to someone right now who's like, you know, Mickey, this is like, it's so easy for you to do this gratitude practice, you know, but I could never be someone who practiced gratitude for a thousand days. Like that's you, not me. What would you say to that person? It's a choice. Oh, you always have two choices to do or not to do. Yeah. To yeah. complain or, or be grateful. Like there's always two choices. You're never, ever, ever stuck. There's always a choice that you can make to either move forward mm -hmm. or move backwards. Because so, either way you're moving. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's a choice. Okay. I was, I was with a girlfriend this morning and we were talking about, about reading God's word. Yeah. I get up every, every morning at six o'clock and I do my ritual, mm -hmm. but I'm not feeling like I get enough prayer time. Okay. And we were talking about that. And I said, so I get up at six. If I feel like I'm being rushed and not having enough prayer time, should I get up at 5.30? Can I get up at 5.30? Like I was having this struggle in my head of, is God asking me to get up at 5.30? But I really like my sleep. But then on, I'm like listening to myself, listening to what I'm saying. Right. And if I want uninterrupted, quality time with God, why wouldn't I get up at 5.30? So I literally picked up my phone and I've changed my alarm now oh. for tomorrow morning to get up at 5.30. It's a choice. It's a choice. Right? It's a choice. Yeah. And it's a choice to choose to look for things to be grateful for or look for things to complain about. It's a choice. And I'd rather be on the positive side than the negative side because it's just a better energy and a better place to be when you're looking for things to be grateful for. <laughs> My friend, you have transformed in the time that I've known you. I mean, <laughs> there you are radiating joy. You radiate it through Facebook. You are really a different person. Your outlook on life has changed completely. Yes, and it, it has. And it really shows how powerful a simple gratitude practice is. So of the three things that you practice every day, if you could encourage people to do one thing, and I think I know what that's going to be, but if it was one thing that they could choose to do starting today, what would that one thing be from you, Mickey? That one thing is just write down every day three things that you're grateful for. Yeah. That is going to get you on a pathway and it's going to get you in the right direction moving forward. Awesome. Just three things. Yeah. Just three things write down every day to be grateful for. Awesome. Um, that journal that you have, is it something that people could get from Amazon? Uh, I bought it at uh, our local PharmaSave. Oh drugstore. Oh, okay. 
So we'll um, we'll see if we can find a link for people if they want to find that book because it it sounds. Like I'm sure you can get it. There's a ton of journals with yeah. uh, Bible verses on them, Am on Amazon. Super easy. Yeah, and if they they also I always say you know with a gratitude journal it doesn't have to be fancy, right? It can no, but I do say it needs to make you feel good when you look at it. Exactly, exactly. So if, if, if a fancy one with a really cool cover is, excites you to write in it, then write in it. Yes. If you want scripture as part of your gratitude practice, then get a book yes. that includes scripture. Because it's not, I mean, I'm not, these things are not expensive. Uh, but the value of what you're put, it's the words that we're putting into those books that are great. Yes. I love reading my gratitude journals. Um, especially when I've been through really hard times because I go back and I'm like looking at, I can tell things were really, really hard, but I know too that I was like really looking for those moments of gratitude. And the cool thing is, so I have probably five of these, right? And here's, I have five years worth yeah. of my history in my gratitude journals. Yeah. What a great gift to give my son. Like the, I'll never throw these gratitude journals out. They'll go to my son and he'll be able to read things that I was grateful for while he was growing up. Like, I just think it's cool. It's just a, a great gift. It is. And it's, it's great because it, it, you do look at things with different eyes. So I journaled all through high school and this summer I burned my high school journals because there was so much negativity in it because right. I just didn't know, right? And like yeah. you said, you know, teaching our children about gratitude, you know, my daughter has a gratitude journal. Like she's been, she's nine. She's been writing in a gratitude journal since she was five. Yes. Like that is a gift that we're sharing with future generations as well. And I said the same to her. I said, you know, you're one day you're going to be welcome to just read my gratitude journals if you choose to, because it is, it kind of allows them to, to know us in a way that they wouldn't otherwise, but yes. Um, but in a way that really shows how deep this practice really is. So I, I adore you. I love the way that you have been such a beautiful gratitude ambassador and you continue to share gratitude. You share my book with so many people. Thank you so much. But you yourself have, are stepping into this role of just being a full-on gratitude ambassador, sharing this gift of gratitude with the world. So if people want to find you, Mickey, where's yes. the best place to connect with you? Uh, probably Facebook. Okay. Just go look, up, look up Mickey Gallagher, and I'm okay. there. And we'll, we'll make sure there's a link so people can find you personally. Um, you know... I just want to say thank you so much. I honor you. I just care so much for you. And it's been such a joy to share your light with so many people through this video and through the podcast. Thanks so much, Mickey. And I'm so grateful for you, my friend, and being part of my life. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast. If you'd like to continue your journey with gratitude or stay connected, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and TikTok. Did you learn something from this episode? Was it of value to you? Please share with your friends and don't forget to add us to your favorites and download the episodes automatically when they are posted.